Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Um, Right place, right time. You know those moments in life where you just happen to kind of stumble into something really cool? Have you ever had something like that? You know, yeah, I think there's been a few, but nothing that huge. No? No. You didn't end up going to dinner and meeting like some famous person who was seated at the table. I'll give you an example. Uh, we were at uh, one of our radio convention things a couple of years, a few years ago. And I got called into this last minute dinner. I wasn't even supposed to oh, be there. I love that. Is it the rich one where you get the good food yeah, and steaks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, why don't you come have dinner with us? I was uh-huh. like, okay. You're like, yes. When are we leaving? He's like, like 10 minutes. We're leaving like right now. Why don't you come? Like, okay, that's awesome. So you get there, sit down. Because I'm a last-minute addition, they have to set up another table. Like, he invited three or four other people last second. Oh. So they have to set up another table. Everybody else is already seated. And I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. We sit down, and then in comes uh, Ed Lover. You remember yeah. Yo! MTV Raps yeah. back in the day? Ed Lover! Well, well, he invited Ed, too. So Ed sat, <gasps> sat right next to Ed Lover. We, we talked about, like, Yo! MTV Raps and raising kids and all kinds of stuff all night long. It was that's awesome. All, that's cool. Could not have planned that. It wouldn't have worked out if I'd planned it that way. That is awesome. Right place, right time. You know what I mean? 520-775-0949. you have any stories like that where you just happen to be in the right place at the right time? Kelly? Uh, well, it was life-changing, but we were at an aviation convention in Houston, and we ended up on the uh, elevator with Chuck Norris. Yeah! Chuck Norris! Yeah, we were taking us to dinner, but his brother came and stole him away. He was not too happy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you could have had dinner with Chuck Norris like I had dinner with Ed Lover. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I want to have dinner with, like, one of these celebrities. I know, right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Valerie, how about you? Yeah, right place, right time. My uh, my best friend had um, we had graduated college together, moved to Tucson together, and then she moved on to California. So she was in the LA area, and she wanted to move back to Arizona. Well, we were planning a vacation with our kids, going to Orlando, and she was getting a, an award at a program in Orlando. Well, when we walked into the program for her to go get her award, I ran into a therapist I know, and I said, Karen, this is Blair, and I. They started talking. Turns out he was looking for a therapist. She flew out the next week, interviewed, got the job, and moved back to Arizona and has been here ever since. Oh, my God! So meant to be. Right place, right yeah, time. Yeah, it was. It was just, I yeah. Mean, in yeah, Orlando. Great for both of us. That's incredible. I want like one of those life-changing moments where your career takes the big, huge leap because you're just in the right place at the right time, and that person turns and looks at you and said, you. You're it. Why don't you come work for me? Yeah, here's $500,000 a quarter. Right. Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. What's uh, what's your right place, right time? I poured Margaret Thatcher tea, and I have shook Robert F. Kennedy's hand. What? Come on, you poured the Prime Minister of Great Britain tea. How did that happen? Well, she was campaigning or on a trip somewhere, and she had a long layover in Portland, Oregon. And her and seven old ladies came to where I worked to have lunch. Our manager pulled me out from behind the bar and said, you've got um, 
she didn't say personality, but that's the word I'm going to use. She says, you've got the personality <laughs> to handle these old biddies. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know who I was waiting on at the time. And, and um, I found out about halfway through and I thought, oh, great. This is going to be a quarter under the teapot kind of table. Uh <laughs> and they all I was like the head of a, of, a, of, a, of a receiving line when they left. They all told me what a wonderful lunch they had and stuffed big bucks in my hand. Oh, oh yeah. Even Margaret you Thatcher? Know, was, because I saw her whole story. Even Margaret Thatcher, I saw her whole story on The Crown. And so she was very kind and very nice. Oh, she was lovely. They all were. And they were on their way to British Columbia. Wow. That's awesome. They had a, this layover in Portland. That's incredible. That's so cool. I love that you thought they weren't going to tip anything, <laughs> and then they ended up giving you a big, big coin. That's awesome. That's awesome. Great story. Yeah, it was. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Anytime you got something like that you want to share. I want something cool like that to happen to me. I know. Margaret Thatcher, I mean, she is a beast. Yeah, tough. Yes. Tough, right? Tough, tough. But so. it just shows you, you never see all the sides of any one person, do you? Yeah. No, and now I think of, of Margaret Thatcher as Scully, you know, because that's who plays her in the crowd. Oh, it is? It is. Oh, that's cool. I know, it is cool. I haven't gotten to those episodes yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying it's good. To catch up. It's the last season of it. Professor Curtis. Ooh. Professor Curtis. That's right. Uh-oh. <laughs> what happened? Oh, we got some new words to add oh. to Merriam-Webster. Okay, okay. And I thought you could appreciate knowing some of these. I love it. Uh, it's Greg and Mary in the morning here on 94.9 Mix FM 541. They're adding more than 500 words and phrases to the dictionary this year. Do they always add that many words? I don't think so. That seems like an awful lot to Does me. this mean we could create a word and somehow, you know, try to market it and get it put into the dictionary? Well, Kamala <laughs> Harris's husband, Dog Emoff, becoming the second gentleman is a term common enough to have met their entry criteria, they say. So that'll be yes. one of the first ones to get thrown in yeah. there. I love the second gentleman. Finally, some equality in our space. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is in here. Silver fox is one of the new terms Ooh. that Merriam-Webster is adding. Ooh. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's George Clooney. That's right. It's a good-looking <laughs> middle-aged dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with gray or white hair. Uh-huh. Silver fox. Uh, hard pass. Yeah. That's what we do in our meetings here. We'll take a hard pass. Yeah, that's a pretty firm <laughs> refusal or rejection. It's not just, I'll pass. Uh -huh. That's a hard pass for me, yeah. dog. No, thank you. <laughs> How about the term flex, the way it's used a lot these days? Flex is to kind of be all manly and show who you are. It's, like, it's showing off because anybody yeah. can flex now, like your typing skill. I'm going to flex my typing skills right here. Okay. Oh, oh look at you. You can type 500 you words so a minute. so cool all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> How about Hugo? Do you know the word Hugo? This is one that comes from the Danes. I believe it's the, the Danish. I have no idea what that is. It's it's a cozy quality that makes a person feel content and comfortable. And how do you say it? Huga. Huga. Yeah, it doesn't look like that. It looks like Higgy, but uh, it's H Y G G E. -G. Yeah. Uh huh. That's cool. Huga. It's like the feeling of uh, a warm blanket. The, yeah. The, the emotion that that it's, triggers. I feel like there's people who have that. 
And when you get around them, it's just like, ah. Oh. Have you ever been to a friend's house or a family member's house, and when you walked in, it smelled yeah. good, and the candles were glowing, and the yeah. lighting was just right? I mean, it feels that way and anytime the, you go home to your house that you were grown up in or your parents. That, do you know what I mean? That's, that's Hugo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are some of the words that are getting uh, elevated into Merriam-Webster. They've got 500 words and phrases they're throwing in and there. And then a bunch of probably corona-based ones. We don't oh, yeah. even want to hear well, those. Pod you could go away. You wet could... market. That's yeah, all getting gross. added to. Yeah. yeah. So you, I knew you didn't want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so a little moment there with the Merriam-Webster. That's the last time we'll open that thing up. Okay. Yeah. 544. Do they still make dictionaries? <laughs> you know, I was, I was wondering about that the other day. Uh-huh. Do they still make encyclopedias? Because when I was a kid, when we got our, you know, Britannica or whatever it that was. That was awesome, wasn't it? What a collection. And then, you because you had to use that when you were, like, writing a paper oh, for every school. Every time. And they were expensive. Oh, that my gosh. That wasn't, like, a cheap deal. If no. you had those in your house, you were, like, pretty well off. There was, like, a door-to-door salesman who would come around yeah. and show the whole collection. Uh, and mom uh, would sit there at the coffee table going, hmm, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not sure how we'd finance that. Yeah, you know? that's so funny. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That was just all online. Oh, I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. Here we go. Time for our Friday file of dumb criminal stories. See which one you think deserves this week's biggest loser trophy. Story number one is from our incriminate yourself category. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Back in November, a 33-year-old man in Indianapolis posted an Instagram video that showed him driving his Lamborghini on the interstate. Doing 213 miles per hour. Oh, my gosh. Speed limit there is 55, so he was basically quadrupling the speed limit. What does it feel like to go that fast? Uh, I mean, that's It's got to be like in an airplane, right? Yeah, yeah. that's, That's moving. Well, someone saw the video he posted and sent it to the state police who arrested him for reckless driving. He's claiming now the video was, quote, deceptively edited. But officers have since found other videos just like it that he posted and noted that he has 15 speeding tickets over the last several years. Well, you get a Lamborghini. That's going to happen because you're going to do some stupid things. (laughs) I I would Uh do that, too. Yeah, exactly. The difference is I wouldn't post it online to share with all my friends. Yes. (laughs) You can't do the time. Don't post video of your crime. Okay. Story number two. A 19-year-old employee at a Kroger grocery store in Duluth, Georgia, is going to have a hard time finding his next job. In the span of just two weeks at his last job, he stole $980,000 from the store by processing a bunch of fake returns. Wow. (laughs) Pretty impressive. Yeah. He put the money from those returns to buy uh, clothes, shoes, guns, and not one, but two cars. Right on. Oh, my gosh. One of which was a Chevy Camaro that he quickly wound up wrecking. Yeah. Lucky he bought two cars. What yeah. you put out comes right back at there you. There you go, man. Anyway, he's now facing a felony conviction and probably a lifetime of bad news since he's only 19 years old. Story number three, a woman in Sonora, Mexico, was recently scrolling through her husband's cell phone. Oh, no. Sounds like she was a little suspicious. Uh-oh. And she came across some photos of him with a much younger woman. <laughs> when you go looking, you're for sure going to find. Let's put it that way. Okay. Mm. Infuriated, she grabbed a knife and stabbed her husband. But he said he could explain. Just put down the knife. Oh, no. Oh, no. When she finally did, she found out. He was right. The woman in those pictures was her. Oh, no. When she was younger. (laughs) They were old photos. Yeah. She's been arrested. And the guilt alone 
must be killing her. Oh, my gosh. All right, who's this week's biggest loser? Is it story number one, Smokey and the Video Bandit? Story number two, Fake Returns, Real Trouble? Or story number three, Older? Yes. Wiser? No. Mm. I would have to say, obviously, number three. Just because that could have happened to me. Really? (laughs) I could see that happening. Learn from this woman's mistakes, Mayor. If she only had a brain. (laughs) Not sure if you were with us yesterday when we were playing 10 After Trivia, but the question was about uh, the things British people were interviewed about that they like here in the United States. What are things to come out of the United States that British people think are pretty cool? And the top three were Coca-Cola, Disney, and Netflix, for example. Well, I get that. American things that they love. There's some American things that they really wouldn't mind being part of. Because when you go to the UK and you watch their TV shows, all they do is make fun of Americans. Oh, that's They do, yeah. yeah. Well, and frankly, we steal a lot of their TV shows. Oh, they, they're you know, like so the good. Like The Office, for example. That's yes. probably the best known example. So good. Um, but we were thinking, what about if you did the same thing for Arizona? What are some of the best things to come out of our state? The Grand Canyon State, State 48. Yes, because let me tell you, the best, the worst, they're looking at all the United States. Well, Arizona's awesome. Right. So let's show them what's so good about us. And I'm going to say um, EG's okay. and El Charo. <laughs> Two food options. Yes, from there. I'm going with food. Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. What are two like or three famous things that you would put on that map, or maybe even just one, to come out of Arizona or that Arizona should be known for? Obviously, the Grand Canyon has to be there. We're the Grand Canyon State, and if for anybody who's never been there, you think, well, it's just a big hole in the ground, and then you get there, or I've seen it on TV, but then you get there in real life, and you go. Wow. You know, that's cool. What I'm going to say here is not being from this state originally and then living here for a long time. It's so different looking than like anywhere else. else. Yeah. And so those saguaro cactuses are like the coolest. Anytime somebody comes to visit, like their first thing is they have to get out of the car, like in the middle of nowhere, just so they could get a photo next to it. Right. So you're like, no, you don't have to. (laughs) You don't have to get out here. We're going to we're going to pass a bunch more. Yeah. yeah, It's crazy. It's kind of cool. So you want to put saguaros on that list, too, because that's kind of unique to Arizona. Uh, five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. What would you put on the best things about Arizona list? About the best things to come out of the Grand Canyon State. Obviously, the Grand Canyon. Mayor put EGs and El Charo on there. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna add uh, the Gin Blossoms. Wait, they're from here? Yeah, they're from. Uh, oh my from Phoenix gosh, area. like my favorite. Yeah, okay. Tempe. Um, let's see. Uh, Stevie Nicks, also an Arizona girl. She is? You didn't know this? I didn't know this. A dry heat. One of the best things to come out yeah. of Arizona. It's also one of the worst, but it's one of the best. What about some uh, Gary Shandling? Gary Shandling's awesome. Spade and Emma Stone. Go to one of my favorite Mexican restaurants uh, down at uh, 22nd and uh, Pantano, Casa del Rio. Yes. And there's a photo of Gary Shandling right there thanking them for the incredible Mexican food. Oh, that's awesome. The chimichangas there are fantastic. The chimichanga. Chimichanga. I mean, these are all incredible things the to come Sonoran out of Arizona. dog. Oh, Sonoran. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. Anything uh, bad you want to put on that list? Uh, yeah, the dry heat. No, I'm just... I, what? Uh, the Greg and Mare show? Well, that, on the bad list? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't put the dry heat. I love the dry heat. I know. Well, I it, love it goes the in both categories. Heat. Yes. Both categories. It's both on the best and the worst list. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, no freeway in Tucson? Maybe that. Oh. You know. uh, eh. Yes. But other than that, I mean, really, what do we have to gripe about? 
I mean, not that much. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty great. Yeah. We're pretty lucky. And you can tell Alexa, play Mix FM Tucson. You gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. 775-0949 is our number. We'll talk about anything you want when it's right now. It's your time. Isn't it our time? No, it's your time. <laughs> At 775-0949. We were talking a little bit earlier uh, about being in the right place. At the right time, and Jody wanted to get in on that. Go ahead, Jody. <laughs> I, when I was a kid, mom worked in a deli in LA, and Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder were her customers. No way! <laughs> Legends. Oh, yeah. Legends. And I went into, and I went in one day to ha- see my mom, and they invited me to have lunch with them. Oh my! That is the coolest. How old were you at that point? I about sixteen. <laughs> So there you are sitting, having lunch with Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder. Oh, my gosh. I hope that you took a selfie. Oh, my gosh. It must have been the... Um, yeah, yeah, not then. Not then. The funniest <laughs> lunch of all time. Yeah. Were they really good souls? Yeah, very good souls. And they gave my mom and I each a uh, Young Frankenstein t-shirt because that's when the movie came out. Oh, my gosh. That is the sweetest story of my whole life. I, l- I love everything about that. They're very nice, like, people, and you want them to be good people, but then sometimes you meet these celebrities and they're not. So when you hear that they are, don't you just like them so much more now? Yes, because really we know they don't have to be nice to anybody. Oh, it must be hard. Everybody it should be, but they don't have to. Yeah, because everyone wants to bother them while they're eating dinner and yeah. at their kids' games, yeah. and they're like, just let me be a person. Love that. Yeah, how cool. That, that's right place, right time, right there. I want to be at the right place and right I time. Know. What's that going to happen for I you? I know, with my lotto ticket, here's $1 billion. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice, too. Yeah, that would. Hi, Jocelyn. I'm at work with my coworkers listening to your station, and we just wanted to say good morning. Oh. Well, that's very thoughtful. We love that. Where are you working, can you say? Yeah, I work. We work. Uh, um, Ventana Medical System. Oh, Ventana Medical Systems. You know what they do there, Mara? I have no idea. I think they make medical equipment. Oh, that's cool. So, like, it goes into hospitals and doctor's offices. It's helping everybody. People yeah. out there helping people and a bunch of girls in the office. I want to hang out with them. I, I know. Sounds like a pretty I mean, good sounds day. A little, I mean, I love hanging out with you and Mike Rapp, but the girls sound a little better. Sorry. <laughs> I'll try not to be offended. Uh, uh-huh. 641. Thanks for listening over there this morning. We Daily it. Intentions with Greg and Mayer. Okay, I'm going to give you like an overall umbrella quote, but then we're going to focus in a little, okay? So where focus goes, energy flows, right? Focus one course until success. It's the word focus, by the way. Focus one course until success. Oh, I see. And so, you know, every day it's kind of like what we're talking about. We're not accomplishing things sometimes, you know, at home, at work. We're just kind of like going with it because we're not focused. But if you could laser focus and, and, and get some stuff done, you're actually going to accomplish your goals. And first, the first thing you need to focus on is that goal. What does that look like? Create that image in your head. And we always talk about how hard that is, at least for people like me. Yeah, yeah. I totally struggle. You ask me that question, I don't know what the answer is. But but when you phrase it as, wouldn't it be cool if yes. blank, then it becomes a lot easier. Yeah, then you could start building that picture. But I think that a lot of times people don't get anything done because they can't focus. And if you think about in a room where there's like a little light in the corner... 
You know, you're not going to be able to read a sign on the other side. But all of a sudden you turn on the overhead light and it becomes in focus, right? So you got to like focus all that light to what you want. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Okay. And what was the first thing you said? What was the umbrella? Uh, where focus goes, energy flows. I love that. Yeah. And always remember that your focus determines your reality. So really... When you start focusing on some things, you can make some things happen. So if maybe you want to get healthy and you start focusing on walking or focusing on what you're, you know, throwing in your mouth, you know, then your energy's there and you're going to get a little bit healthier. I mean, it really works in all aspects of your life. Relationships, work. I focused on some donuts yesterday. They yes, were delicious. Yes, you did. I was so jealous. <laughs> what was the one with like that cream in the middle? <gasps> it was the new like heart-shaped one. Oh, yeah. It's Oh, my gosh. Oh, you Duncan. Just, yeah, it was yeah, I don't like you. I know. <laughs> 643, this is why you want to work with the ladies. <laughs> uh, it's Greg and Mary in the morning. A little daily intention to start your morning. I love that. I also like thinking about, you said the focus. Where the focus goes, the energy flows. Oh, yeah. I always think about the things that you don't want to be thinking about, too, because you don't well, want to yeah. put the energy into that. I mean, this is good. Focus on the positives. Yeah. Because when you start focusing on the negatives. Game over. Yeah, energy, negative energy will flow in. We don't want that. We don't need it. Nope. Good morning. It's Greg and Mayor. What's your name? Hi, uh, Irie Garcia. Okay, here we go, my man. 652 Pop Q. The star of the Matrix movies has confirmed the rumor that he gave most of the $75 million he made in back-end profits from that film to the production crew. A million dollars to each member of that department. Who played the lead role of Neo in the Matrix? Uh, Keanu Reeves. I mean... That's correct. Keanu gave... A million dollars each. A million dollars each. What members a, of the Matrix production crew. He's just such a good dude. That's pretty awesome. I can't believe you didn't mention Bill and Ted's. I mean... Well, it was from that movie that he gave away the money. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, question number two. Sounds like the weekend's halftime show could be longer than the usual halftime breaks. Part of that is because Pepsi and Coke and all these big advertisers aren't buying as much airtime, so they have more halftime to, to give away. Oh. Anyway, meanwhile, 22-year-old Amanda Gorman, who stole the show at last week's presidential inauguration, will perform a special tribute to healthcare workers. What does Amanda do? What does she perform? I know she's a poet. Yeah, she's poetry. Do they call that like spoken word? Is that like the cool way to say it? Uh, Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Question number three. This guy. (laughs) It has a book coming out in May, and his mom wrote a press release for it. Quote, if I'm being honest, she says, I really wish there wasn't so much drug talk. Oh, man. Which comedic actor asked his mother to help him promote his new book? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is correct. That is? <laughs> I had no idea. You don't know that laugh? I do love I mean, that guy, oh though. Oh, my gosh. There's, I love him. There's only one person that sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now I hear it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, congratulations. You did it. <laughs> Thank you. Winner, winner. Yeah, that's how you play right there. Uh, The worst work assignments. You know, sometimes we'll get like an inbox message for a late Zoom call. Yeah. You know, like, hey, guys, 3 p.m. Zoom call and Greg and I. That's like nap time for us. We love our boss. Yeah. Our bosses. But when we get that, it's like torturing our innards. (laughs) Our innards. Like (laughs) like three o'clock. Yeah. 
I'm going to be asleep. I know. You're like, oh, we man. We get up at 3 a.m. It's yeah. so hard. It's like asking somebody who starts work at 9 to be on a Zoom call at like 9 p.m. Exactly. You know, 10 exactly. p.m. It really is like. It really is. Yeah. And so I think he kind of recognizes it and tries to do what he can. Yes. But sometimes they have to make that thing. So do you have something at work? You love your job, but this is the one thing you absolutely hate. Like you smile, you do what they ask, but inside, your insides are just twisting. Uh, 520-775-0949. We're not doing a lot of griping. We're just commiserating. Yeah, yeah. That's all, yeah. We all have different jobs. Yeah. And that's kind of the interesting thing, too. Like, what's the thing about your job that you love that drives you nuts? Yeah. We all put up with some. You know, I don't really love being in front of people. It freaks me out. <laughs> it's a good thing you're on the radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 775-0949 right now. Valerie, you're live with Greg and Mayor in the morning. Hi, Valerie. Hello. We have um, our work. Everybody starts at 8 o'clock. And once a month, we have this provider meeting. You know, it's a Zoom call, but... You know, if you're at home and do it, you're late to work. So you have to go into work and get on your computer and, and do this at 7.30 once a month. Once I'm like, a I don't know why they can't make it at 8. Right. So they make you get up early. Yeah, get up early and come to work early. Yeah, that's kind of weird, right? They don't even provide donuts. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. <laughs> so it's before the work day. Uh-huh. And you're getting paid the same whether you're at that early meeting or not. You know what I mean? But they add that to your roster of stuff to do. I don't like that. And then you have to stay up late. You know, stay late the same yeah. day. Like, you have to stay the well, same you, time. Well, you're still staying until closing. Yeah, you can't yeah, leave. Nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's grab a call here from David, who works at, at Hollister. Okay, Dave. Uh, what's the thing there? I mean, it sounds like a cool job. When they just, well, when, when they do the fitting rooms, they just leave it there instead of, like, in back. Not putting it back, but just putting it in place. We have, like, a little, like, uh, I guess, like, a... What we call go back, like a bucket. But oh, yeah. just leave it on the floor. They, you, they usually leave it on the floor, and that's the most irritating thing about it. Uh, Wait a minute. People come in, and they try on clothes, and then just throw them on the floor? They don't even, like, put them back on the hanger or something? Yeah, some of them do do that, and that's pretty nice. But most of the time, they either leave it on the floor all that stuff. Oh, but- oh, my gosh. Who are these people? Where were their mothers? Oh, yeah. Who taught them that that's okay? Which right. is why, like, you know, Costco and Sam's Club, when people are unfolding all the clothes, I mean, to have that job to fold them, that would be so hard. That would drive me nuts. I might punch people. But at least at least in those places, <laughs> seriously, it's yes. going to be so annoying. Uh-huh. But at least in those places, most of the time, the people who pull something up and they hold it up and they see if it fits or whatever, then they just at least put it back on the table. They're not throwing it on the floor. Some people make a total mess. And you know what their houses look like. Hollister, that's a nice store. Uh, Brad, what's the one thing, I mean, you love your job, but there's one thing that drives you crazy about it. What is it? It's having to let people go to terminate people. Oh, That's my the worst gosh. Feeling in the world. Uh, um, oh. You know, they, what, that, what they call RIFs, you know, reduction in force. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we know. And <laughs> it's just horrible to go to somebody that, it, it, and it used to be based on seniority, which I guess is fair, perhaps not, but now they're basing it on, on, on evaluations. Uh-oh. And you can have a great employee who's been there for 20 years, knows the ropes, and they had a bad year, 
a bad evaluation, and that's the person you have to let go. No. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm getting stressed out just hearing I you know. talk about You're it. You're not kidding. That's, I mean, and you don't sleep. I mean, you know this probably three or four days before you have to talk to the employee, oh. and it's just awful, it's... and you don't sleep. It's, you know, you fight back against administration, and to no avail. You know, Brad? This yes. is why you don't become a manager. <laughs> and that's why, yes, right. I, I, I was much, I slept much better as a worker bee. Yeah. 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 I um, will say, you know, a lot of managers get a bad rap because they, they maybe get paid more. They have this reputation for getting paid more and not doing as much as the worker bees. But uh, that's all I have to hear is stories yeah, like yeah. that. And I go, you're worth every dime you're getting paid, man, because that's stress I don't have to be thinking oh about. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, not, it's not worth it because then you, you feel like a jerk. I mean, yeah. you just, it just eats yeah. you up. And, and people yeah. end up not liking you, but you're just the messenger. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, Fortunately, I've sort of developed my own reputation there, so I think they know that I'm doing all I can for people. Well, you sound like a great guy to work what? for. I'll say that. If uh, we didn't work here, we'd come work for you. Seriously, what a good dude. And, right? And, and I don't think that every manager is like him. I don't think that there's a lot of managers, I shouldn't say that, that can't sleep at night. Some are like, oh, it's just my job. Sorry. You're gone. I think oh. the good ones can... Don't sleep at night. Yeah, you know? and the good cause, ones. Because we've known a couple of those guys, too. Oh, my gosh, yes. And they talked about how that was the hardest part of their job, and the moment they got they themselves got a reduction in force out of the building, yeah. that it was like a weight was lifted. They oh. wouldn't have to be the henchmen they, that went and ended people's careers. They you know? felt so much better once they oh. got let go. But they were also told, oh, you're going to be here, but you have to let go of all these people. And then they let go of all those people, and it tortured them. And then right after, they're like, come on in here. You're done. Last day. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Yeah, I mean, gross. It's, it's almost a mob mentality. It's you know? disgusting. <laughs> Time for our whole enchilada. It's just a whole lot of stuff that maybe isn't important enough for, like, breaking news headlines. Yes. But it's still pretty interesting. Yeah, like, the thing I'm going to talk about, it's interesting to me and, like, three people who watch The Crown or Bridgerton, okay? <laughs> We're going to kick it off with The Crown. The actors, uh, while they're in their full dress, yeah. right? So they're looking like Margaret Thatcher and the Queen and Prince Philip and all those people. They decided to do, like, a music video to a Lizzo song. Oh. And it's... <laughs> Awesome. And they never meant for it to be out there. Yeah. But somebody released it. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Scully plays, you know, Margaret Thatcher. And so it's just kind of cool to watch it. I bet, oh, man. I can't imagine them, like, busting a move out there. Oh, yeah. Baby, how you feeling? <laughs> I love that song. Okay. Uh, and the other Crown news, if you watch The Crown and you watch Bridgerton, you're like, huh. Well, it turns out, you know, the Duke lives in the same house as the Queen. They're sharing sets. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at yeah. all. Yeah. So the Duke, the Duke and Bridgerton, who's yeah. very, very oh, dreamy as they get, lives in the same space as Queen Elizabeth. So in the Crown, it's Buckingham Palace. Yes. <laughs> in Bridgerton, it's some I mean, other. Palace. It's all the same, a stinky old well, English place, I right? You kind of. <laughs> and then you'll notice they used a lot of the same actors in those shows, too. Like, my family was watching Downton Abbey, and then uh -huh. we were looking for, like, a Downton Abbey replacement. So we started watching The Crown. Yeah. There's, like, three people we've seen in that show so far. We're like, oh, yeah, that dude. Yeah. And you know, I love like, they all come back around again. They sound so intelligent. I, I love them. <laughs> uh, a couple of things that uh, caught my attention this morning. One is this... Uh, 
this news that oceanic sharks and like manta rays, you know, I'm always kind of interested in how the Earth's doing. Try and keep an eye on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the population's declined like 70% in the last 50 years. Oh, my God. 70%. Is it from all the people's garbage or what? No, it's it's from overfishing. <gasps> oh. That, that's it. Uh, it. It's like more than three quarters of shark and ray species are now threatened. More than three, like 75%. They're, they're in trouble. Well, that's not good. Because some of the fishing's legal, and then there's like the accidental when they reel them in on the nets and all that oh, stuff. No. They don't mean to get the sharks, what but they get tangled the up. What is the earth in we're going to leave for our kids and our grandkids? But I mean, that's that's huge, right? 75% oh are yes. endangered. Anyway. And where are we going to get our vitamin whatever <laughs> that comes from fish? <laughs> uh, millennial divorce. It's the new thing. Have you heard of it? I was just reading about this last night. It's not... An actual divorce, but so many unmarried people buy homes together, and it's all fun and games. Yeah. Until the breakup. Until the breakup. Yeah. So it's kind of like a nasty pseudo-divorce with ever actually tying the knot. So you think that you're skipping the whole, you know, torturous divorce? No, you still have it. It's actually worse. Most legal experts say it's harder to break up these kind of couples because there's no framework. Like with a divorce, you go, okay, well, the house gets divided this way, and you get this part, and you get this part. Like it's all been figured out. Yeah. But when two people have just bought a house together, there's all kinds of arguments. Yeah. And they're finding it's more expensive because they're spending way more leg- costs on legal fees trying to sort it out. I so just, really interesting. I just want to put this out there for all the ladies married. All the ladies. Half of everything. Okay, all right. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's good news for guys who didn't bring anything to the relationship. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and here's one more. Facebook, this is good news, I think, in my opinion, is cutting back on political content. So whereas they used to recommend you for groups based on your clicks and likes, and you'd see, oh, join this group and join that group and yeah. like yeah. this one and follow these people. Yeah. They're going to start doing that a lot less so that you see less of that stuff in your feed. They finally figured out what we've all been saying forever which is that we don't go there for that. We don't want politics. And finally, Mark Zuckerberg was telling, like, Wall Street, we're going to cut back on all that stuff. That's good news, because some dude keeps inviting me to some crazy political group, and I don't even know who they are, but I'm like, stop inviting me. You don't need to be a part of that. No, I don't. We want to hear from you at 775-0949 about your secret battle, meaning that you know it's happening, but the people you're competing against... They have no idea. Kind of like you and Mike Rapp and me every morning. I was I was so happy when I pulled into the parking lot and I was the first one here yeah, today. Yeah, it's so exciting when that happens. I was like, I beat him. I go through like weeks where I do decent and then bad weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited yesterday because I was the first one out to the curb with my uh, recycling bin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To the point where I was almost like, that never happens. Yeah. But I felt like... Oh, you're the winner. I'm winner, winner. <laughs> I mean, I do get that way. You know, my husband and I were doing this health program, and while it was going on, like, I was trying to, like, get healthier faster than him. Uh-huh. But the the reality is, is he was a dude, and so I'd get on, and it'd be like, you lost point half an ounce. <laughs> and then he'd get on, and he ate bad all week, and he'd lose 12 pounds. It was, like, just so unfair, but it was a secret bad. But you had more or less to lose than he did. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, yeah, way more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had a lot. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> Do you have a secret battle seven seven five zero nine four nine, Jennifer. You know, it, this, okay. So they don't know, but there's a car that lives within my neighborhood. Uh huh. 
And I always try to beat it in the mornings, like to get out first from yeah. the house. Yeah, yeah. They have no idea, like, you know, who I am or anything. We haven't, like, introduced ourselves or anything. But I always try to beat them out, and they don't even know. <laughs> and you're, like, trying to speed past their driveway, and you're, like, using bad words, and they have no idea you're in their, like, lead footing. You know, the worst feeling in that situation, too, is when you're backing out and you see that they've already, like, they're starting yeah. to back out, too. And now you don't know if you should really gun it or if it's going to look like gun you're it. a big... Jerk. Isn't it funny how that this intensity takes over? Yeah, what is that? It's called testosterone, yeah, I thought. Kids. My poor kids have to wake up like five minutes early the next day because I don't want it to happen like twice in a row. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> New poll out says most people would be willing to pay $1,800, almost two grand on average, to erase one particular memory from their minds. They apparently didn't see that eternal sunshine of the Spotless Mind movie. Oh my God, that was so me. That relationship that tortured your soul. Do you know what I mean? If I could pay to have that removed, I would even at this date and time, years later. The other thing, what about childbirth? Nope. No, is that even on the list? I would assume. I mean, it's painful. Not the answer we're looking for today at seven seven five zero nine four nine. What do most people say would be worth paying to erase from memory? I think seeing your parents naked. Oh, oh, take that right away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Get torture it out of my mind. <laughs> Get it all. I think I just threw up a little bit. Yeah, right there in your mouth. <laughs> Uh, anyway, love that answer, and it should be right, but it's not the one we're looking for today. <laughs> or your brother. Oh, gross, Meredith. Yeah. Thanks right. for playing. Yeah. 94.9 Mix FM, what do you think? I think it's my ex. Yeah. <laughs> See, he understands. Do you ever have a relationship that rocked your soul so bad mm. when you broke up? Like, I just looked up this dude like 20 seconds before you brought up this question. Why would Greg. you do that? Because I still, because he hurt my soul. I love him. I don't. Well, then why would you <laughs> Why would you put that back on your radar? You have know. a loving husband and an awesome family. Husband. And yet you want to spend time thinking about the guy who did you wrong? I just want to see him look bad. You got problems. <laughs> anyway, I love that answer, but it's not the right one. Oh, man. Do you have one of those? Do you have someone that you're trying to not remember? Oh, if I could forget her, I would. And why? Oh, she's just a horrible person. Horrible person. You don't need that in your life. Yeah, we should just forget them. Yeah, thanks for playing. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. What do most people say would be worth paying to erase from memory? Uh, twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> just erase the whole year from your memory. Yes, please. That's the answer. It is. <laughs> what? That yeah, is the exact you got it. right oh, answer. Oh my God. Is it, wait, is it the COVID or the politics? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to say uh, a whole sweep. Uh, sorry, your phone has given up on you. But yeah. yes, your your answer of 2020 is exactly right. That's what people would pay almost yeah. $2,000 to erase from memory. He said the whole sweep. Oh, the, the whole sweep. The politics. The whole thing. The, the COVID. You yeah. Know. I mean, you look back on 2020, losing Kobe Bryant and all oh of these gosh, other things that just... Girl. Yes. Nastiness. Yeah, not seeing your family, not seeing your friends, you know. Yep. People losing jobs, all of that. So I guess can't really be blamed if that's the way you feel. No, but then there are some good positives.
like you realize what's important in your life. We've been learning a lot about ourselves mm-hmm. over the last year or so. 828, thanks for playing 10 After Trivia this morning on 94.9 Mix FM. We go commercial free for your workday in four and a half minutes from right now on 94.9. Greg, 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 and Mayor, and Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.